0: Kinship Tales Studios.
1: Today's episode begins with revealing a secret.
0: Actually, it's more like we're upholding a promise. A promise we made on our new YouTube channel, Kinship Tales. Definitely check it out if you get the chance.
1: If for nothing else than to see all the incredible models and displays we filmed at BrickCon 2022.
0: You are not alone if you just said out loud to yourself, What is BrickCon? We had never heard of it before we found the event posted on the Seattle Center website.
1: BrickCon, similar to Comic-Con and other fan-specific events, is the largest Lego expo in the US. This was the 22nd year of BrickCon in Seattle.
0: <laughs> what was your relationship with Lego as a kid?
1: I definitely played with them. I remember the little action figures with like their helmets, they were adorable, and I played with the bricks, but I'm not a builder, I didn't play with them a whole lot, so I mostly played sports. How about you?
0: (laughs) Uh, We had some kits that my brother got, and then they all just ended up in a cardboard box together, and then we would play with those. I remember having like an underwater set, um, and that's pretty much it. (laughs) Uh, They were fun, but yeah, not, not a huge part. Um, and also all you Lego heads out there I always called them Legos but talking to people at the event they all just said Lego so it's like Lego singular bricks plural tell us if that's right
1: I had no idea please definitely let us
0: know so as promised the secret weapon behind what makes Lego the largest toy company in the world is
1: (laughs)
2: Community.
1: Community yep
0: Brian and I walked into BrickCon expecting something really different than what we discovered inside that huge exhibition hall.
1: What did you expect?
0: I expected a lot of like maybe like two feet wide, you know, kind of little cityscapes Yeah. based on uh, the kits that they produce. I did not expect table long cities and yeah. huge art pieces and moving stuff, mechanical stuff.
1: Just the size and scale of everything, how many displays they were, I I, I did not expect it to be that large and with so many people. The event, private earlier in the week, was accessible to the public on October 1st and 2nd between 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. Each ticket only gave you access to a two-hour viewing time.
0: We walked into the open hall a sea of people snaking in an orderly fashion to view the hundreds of LEGO displays separated by unique themes, art, history, fantasy, and more.
1: A buzz hung over the room, a hum of curiosity, gawking, and chatter.
0: The age of attendees ranged from young babies to well-established retirees. Yet the volume in the room never became too loud or overwhelming.
1: Everyone we passed near display tables or interviewed among the crowd was polite, gracious, and inviting to the two of us walking around with audio equipment and a camera.
0: We quickly realized that everyone here had a common purpose, to appreciate a shared language, culture, and value system built upon an 88-year-old toy brick design.
1: Lego, started back in 1934 by Kirk Christensen, is founded on Christensen's motto for the company, only the best is good enough.
0: The mission was apparent walking around BritCon and further validated by the builders.
1: Interesting, so do you find that the, the parts um, provided by Lego, the moldings and everything, are pretty reliable? And, they are, and they're actually
3: very durable. The motors are very good. Okay. Um, we use Power Functions motors. I've only ever managed to burn out one. Oh, wow. So and I I work them pretty hard. You know, 16 hours over two days is a lot of stress on them. They don't really design expect kids to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's it, it's amazing. The parts they you know, anywhere they're grinding together, uh, like axles and holes and stuff, they'll they'll make dust. We we kind of laugh that, you know, that, that GBC exists just to make Lego dust. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the only point of it, because there really is no more point. Yeah, yeah. Like, we move marbles around
2: in a circle. <laughs> we make dust, yeah, yeah. Well. That's great. Um, I like the fact that you get, you know, you buy one thing, and then when you get tired of it, you can break it apart, and you can make something different. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, the interchangeability.
2: <laughs> yeah, the interchangeability, and then when you get different sets, you can kind of make anything. I mean, all I really could make was houses, And starships. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But that's why it's fascinating to watch what people have been doing with more pieces. And like, there's a piece over there where um, she built like this entire scene and they just kind of built it organically. Like they just started doing one thing and another. There's no full plan. They just kind of decided to build it. Right. And that's what, that's the joy of Lego.
1: We asked everyone a seemingly straightforward question. Why do you love Lego? Lego.
0: And that is when we discovered the secret weapon of Lego. Remember at the beginning? Community.
1: Each person we interviewed had a different focus.
0: Like John Sherman of Great Ball Contraption Designs and Builds. See the show notes for links to John's YouTube channel.
3: And uh, the, the two areas that I typically build in are trains and Great Ball Contraption. Yeah. And uh, they have a lot of similarities. They need the same controllers, <laughs> oddly enough. Oh, Okay. So, So they they go together there, but I I don't know, there's just something magical about Legos and and it's even more so Legos that move. Yeah. And and I see it, you know, in the kids particularly that come by and you know and and just to inspire them to, to build or you know, explore science and math. So how how long did it take you to build this? Well I've been building these for I don't know, seven, maybe eight years now, and each each module is built separately, okay. and they're built to a spec that's published on the internet. And uh, the idea is that we can all bring a bunch of modules to a show like this, and we can run them together, like you have, and link them all up. Yeah. That's now, so logistically, cool. it's easier for me to put all mine together, so I don't have to dodge back and forth around the table to manage them. Right, so you'll see I have most of this, Kevin Mitchum has, and uh, Alex Popiel have that side. One of our Canadians, uh, uh, Neil Snowball, has much of the far side over there. So,
1: One of our favorite builds at Brickon was a haunted house. Definitely go to our Instagram to see what it looked like. All I can say is, wow the detail, cutouts of each room, and grounds outside were inspiring. Ty, who was the builder, and we spoke to briefly, told us that he was inspired to read architecture books as a result of doing this build.
4: I've wanted to do it for several years now, and um, you know, I really don't know
3: anything about architecture, so it was really challenging for me to, to figure that out. I bought, I bought this book at the thrift store, on Victorian architecture and so I would just go through and find like stuff that I thought was cool and then try and do something interesting and integrate different parts of houses into something like that. That's amazing.
0: My favorite part of the haunted house is so many things. There are lots of little Harry Potter characters which made me happy and Pumpkin Patch. Yes but probably the like ancient Egypt themed basement room. That was amazing.
1: Yeah, all the the specific cutouts in each room and all the detail in each each one was amazing. And then all of the stylistic architecture features that Ty had pointed out, I I was very impressed by. Towards the far back left corner of BrickCon and the hall was the BrickBots area where Lego robots battled it out a la battle bots, but a slightly tamer approach.
2: We're up oh, you it. It. Give us a few seconds while we clean up the arena,
4: but up next will be Phobos and Beta.
0: A separate corridor in the exhibit hall was dedicated to small and large vendors who provided visitors with unique merchandise like Lego jewelry, parts and accessories, as well as engineering camps for young kids.
1: In fact, Kimberly, an art builder we spoke with, said she worked for that camp in the past and currently teaches kids engineering principles using Lego in nearby Tacoma. Kimberly also built this amazing house with a sunroom and a koi pond with moving fish.
0: Uh, Unfortunately, the kids I work with don't actually get to see my work. Oh, no. Because I go to the schools with with actual tech kits of Technic bricks and all of the material. Um, and then I do summer camps down in Pierce County. Uh, I work for Bricks for Kids, which is one of the, the vendors over there. Oh, okay. Some of them can blow me away. Some of them, they need a lot of help. <laughs> but uh, I really love like getting to see the design process because I've had you know five-year-olds who put a tiny gear on a axle pin and it's minifigure ice cream cone. and I'm like, that is like so outside of yeah. what I would ever use a gear for.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but very creative. Very creative. Yeah, that's so cool.
0: Kimberly, an engineer by training, was one of two women LEGO builders we spoke to at BrickCon. Well, I've
3: been here a long time, so oh, you have? probably picked the right person. Yeah, awesome. I coordinate the art. Oh. Um, I've been the coordinator for about 10 years. I've been coming to Britcon for 13 years,
1: 13, wow.
3: when my uh, youngest one went off to college I rediscovered Lego, nice. I bought the Boeing Dreamliner airplane and built it and found out that there was such thing as conventions so I've been coming ever since. When I first started coming there was maybe 12 women and the rest were men Yeah. and it was kind of scary I would say, Yeah. but my mom always said if you want to play with the boys you <laughs> you gotta, you got to be tough. Yeah, yeah. So I kept with it. It's something I do for relaxation. Yeah. A lot of people build, you know, fast speed builds and stuff. Me, I go in my Lego room and I get lost for hours up there.
1: Most of the people described being in the zone when they built with Lego.
0: More than a hobby, the Lego community was its own economy and organizational
1: system. The currency is sharing knowledge through spec designs and YouTube. It is volunteering year after year for brickcon or collaborating with people you only met online and who live in a different state a great community
4: to be a part of i've made some lifelong friends Yeah. in the last 10 years since i've gotten back into lego i never thought when i started getting back into lego that i'd be displaying it publicly uh Talking to people about my builds, being on staff at the convention and yeah. stuff like that. So it's, it's really uh, kind of snowballed for me and stuff. And it's been it's been
1: awesome being part of the community. And being it, part
4: of the community, being part of a, a Lego users group, and um, like I said, just just the friendships. That's the most important thing for me. Yeah. Like if I were to give up Lego tomorrow, uh, I would still have these friends, and that's that's really cool for me.
0: The Lego community is love, a shared belonging with strangers that blossoms into deep friendships. And as we learned, a respite from the loneliness and isolation of the
2: pandemic.
1: Lego, and their secret weapon of followers, is always looking for new innovations and the next generation of builders.
2: I think they've got a lot of innovations now because now they're not just stuck making like spaceman sets and things like that. Now they're actually making Um, bouquets of flowers and they're making things in a mobile and they're understanding that the age of the Lego builders that we grew up doing it and we still do it and it's fun that we can pass it on to our kids Yeah. so now they have like the architecture builds and things like that so Legos will be around as long as a bunch of kids don't suddenly swallow them and die I think think we're good for a long
3: time so I built a lot of these robots but half of them were actually sourced through the little niche Lego robot community, uh, and most of those people are actually still in high school or just graduated. Gotcha, okay. So they go into this during COVID,
4: and- uh, gotcha. It's really more the young people doing this. Uh, very cool. I, I have to admit, I, I bring uh, smaller arenas than this to like Maker Faire and stuff. And I remember one year, I was right next to NASA, and they had an actual astronaut. I'm like, man, no one's going to stop to play with our robots. We have a legend sitting next to us. Yeah, yeah. But because this isn't an interactive thing, we had we ended up with a 45-minute line of kids who couldn't wait to drive the robots, yeah. and we kind of accidentally blocked the NASA booth.
0: <laughs> In our research for this story, we learned that a Lego piece from 1958 is still interchangeable with the same size brick in 2022. It is that consistency and commitment that makes LEGO unique and everlasting.
1: The love parents and adults have for LEGO, they then pass on to the next generation of LEGO fans.
3: I like them because
0: you can just kind of build them a lot, and you can make all these cool stuff out of it.
1: Sure. Yeah, and also there's like I, it feels like there's no and like there's no end to them. They just go on forever. Like you can make anything out of them. Do you guys build? Do you guys build anything? Yes. yes. What What do you guys build? Um, mainly
0: sets and stuff, but sometimes we do some rebuilding. Mainly because um our pieces are kind of cluttered. We sorted them by color, but not piece, so it's kind of still hard to find.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of just big, big chunks, so it makes it a little bit harder. But still, we try to make as much stuff as we can.
4: bond with my son with Lego, and yeah. my wife has not, no interest whatsoever <laughs> <laughs> with Lego. But yeah. But yeah, I mean that's that's kind of the big reasons for me. Yeah. We'd love
0: to learn about your relationship with a hobby or community. Why do you love that thing? Is it the activity or the community or both that elicits that love?
1: If you want to help out the show, follow us on Instagram and give us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening.
0: Hand in the pocket and not in the pocket. <laughs> Did you take a picture?
3: <laughs>
0: Today we are at the largest LEGO Expo in the United States here at the Seattle Center to see why people love LEGO so much.